Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Call me a race traitor in a PM on Reddit. Let's destroy your life. A few years ago on a different reddit account I mentioned that I was in an interracial relationship A redditor reached out to me and told me I was a race traitor and unfaithful to my race I was like, um, what the frick bro? I looked at his accounts It was six years old, which told me his username was likely something he used a lot So I started googling his username at gmail, username at yahoo, etc, etc And I found a match with hotmail A guy by the name of, let's say, Jeff was selling some NFL game tickets and had posted his email Now, this doesn't necessarily mean it's the same person However, in the post he mentioned a city in America and that he was a fan of a particular football team I went through the reddit user post history He posted quite a bit in the respective city subreddit he mentioned going to nfl games and in another post he also said he was born in canada so through the ad for the nfl ticket i figured out his real name i found his biography on his employer's website he was a senior level manager so they had a bio for him in that bio they mentioned he was born in canada was a fan of said nfl team and loved living in the city i also found his linkedin page during this time so i sent him a connect request on linkedin which he accepted i figured he would because he had over 500 connections so here is what we know his username matches his email handle he likes the nfl team he lives in said city that he posts in said city subreddit and he was born in canada i then found his facebook page his facebook page was public and he posted what i would describe as semi-racist material also his reddit page was significantly more racist Based on the numerous correcting factors, I determined this was the same person. So I create a report. I included screenshots and links and summarized my findings in that report. Now, based on this person's position in his company, he likely had a significant role in deciding who this company employs. Also, his company clearly stated they were an equal opportunity employer. So I called their HR department. I found the number, I called them, and I asked them, would you be concerned if a senior level manager in your organization was a proud racist and degraded your equal opportunity employment policies they were concerned so i told them that i'd done an investigation into one of their senior level managers and described that he was racist and had put together all my evidence and findings in a report and could email it over to them i emailed them the reports a few weeks later i called to get an update and i was told they appreciated my reports however they would have to comment on the status of their decision and make public statements in regard Basically, thanks for letting us know, but we're not going to tell you anything. That's fine. So I waited another month and I kept checking his LinkedIn page. Then one day I saw a LinkedIn post from him in which he said he is looking for a new opportunity and if anyone had any positions open. So I messaged him on Reddit and I told him, hey bro, heard you got fired. Just want you to know that I am the reason why. He threatened to find out who I was, hunt me down, R word my spouse and strangle me to death. So I reported him to Reddit admins who promptly permabanned him. Now, he really should have learned his lesson because guess what? He didn't connect the dots. 
He didn't know I could see all his LinkedIn activity. He didn't know who I was. He simply acted in rage. So I put his newest message into my folder and added it to the reports. Because you see, I can be an incredibly vindictive mother effer. I checked his LinkedIn once a week. Good news. He got another job. Bad news, their HR department was also quite easy to get a hold of and discuss their new hire's online racist threatening behavior. However, let's just say I had a lovely conversation with this HR representative. She was a woman and based on how she sounded and her name, I suspect she was a woman of color. So yeah, I'm not sure what happened after this because a few weeks later, his internet history was cleaned up and his LinkedIn page was deleted. However, this company listed their senior management, which was what his position was, and I never saw his name listed. What I suspect happened is after his HR viewed my evidence, they terminated his employment with them. I would have totally gone after him a third time, but he got smart the second time around. Hey, by the way, Jeff, if you see this post, I'd love for you to send me a new message. I really enjoyed the little game I played with you. I also question how you handled getting fired from two jobs back to back on your resume and in future job interviews. What a start to the episode. Nothing I like more than seeing a racist get absolutely decimated, completely justified and fantastic karma. What I just don't get personally is people that do not understand that anything that you ever put on the internet even if it's not currently on there even if you deleted it a long time ago is still somewhere in the archives in the files if people want to find out that information they can find it pretty easily as op has showed like for me back in school i got in a bit of trouble for stuff that i said online and from that point onwards i have known that every single thing that i say online i have to be comfortable repeating in real life to anyone it's as simple as that. And clearly, if you're a filthy racist like this, then um, you're not going to be comfortable saying it to people, are you? So very good job, OP. Disgraceful person this guy is. Young firefighter disrespects a lieutenant, so I shame him and get him to quit. I'm not sure if this is pro or not, but I got revenge on a douchebag I used to volunteer firefight with. This was in the early mid-2000s. I decided to join the local fire department as a volunteer firefighter. I did it for about five years, and it was great. Training consisted of three months of fire training, two nights a week and all day Saturday, and then you would go to EMT training, another three months of training. I was there for about a year when I was asked to help train some new recruits. One of the lieutenants, Amy, was a short middle-aged woman who was so full of fire she could make a grown man cry. One of those people who commands both fear and respect wherever she went. Honestly, a great lieutenant and great person. When she wasn't being a drill sergeant, she was extremely kind and generous. She would often bake people cakes and treats and deliver them to the various stations in our departments. However, in this new academy class that I was asked to help with, there was a cocky kid that we will call Aaron. Aaron talked big during the training and acted like he was the all-American hero, like he was going to be the lead badass in Backdraft 2. He performed moderately well in training, but far from the top of the class. He gets assigned to Amy's station, which is a pretty quiet station in the departments. A few months after he starts, Amy swings by my station one night to say hi. She brings us the motherload cake from Claim Jumper, a massive six-layer cake. She explained that she had treated her crew to a night out at Claim Jumper, which must have cost a lot of money. I think she took about eight people and bought a whole cake to top it all off. They'd eaten the first two layers, so she gave us the remaining four. We thanked her profusely and she left. Back then, the big social media platform was MySpace, and I decided to look up some of the people in the department to make friends. I came across Aaron's page and I noticed some photos of him and the rest of his crew at Claim Jumper with Amy. However, when I read the comments, he bragged about how he'd purposefully ordered the most expensive dinner, appetizers, and drinks since Amy was buying. He bragged about how he was going to take advantage of her stupidity. This alone made me angry because she was doing this super nice and generous thing. What an ungrateful, selfish idiot. 
Then I read the rest of his profile. He had videos and memes on his page glorifying himself as a badass firefighter, bragging about running into burning buildings and how he was such a hero. He was flirting with girls, blatantly trying to impress them with how brave he was. Bear in mind, he just graduated from the academy three months prior and hadn't even gone to EMT school. He'd never been to a house fire and all he did was basically carry gear for the other fully qualified firefighters. It was too much for me to tolerate. So here's the revenge. I printed off copies of his MySpace page, including his comments about Amy and toxic bragging. I made multiple copies and took them to every station in the departments. We all had pages, God, I'm old, and a small keyboard at each station to send out text messages. I made an anonymous all-staff page to everyone in the department. I had to keep it brief since I couldn't fit a ton of characters in, but I sent out his MySpace info and told everyone about how he treated Amy. Within one hour, Aaron had cleared out his MySpace page of all posts, photos, etc. A couple of days later, he deleted his accounts. It's a good thing I made so many copies. Immediately after this happened, he stopped coming to volunteer. And a few weeks later, I heard that he had quit. I later talked to Amy and admitted I was the one who sent the page. I told her I hated how he treated her and she thanked me. She seemed really sad and hurt by what he'd done. But being the tough short lady that she was, she quickly got back into being an actual badass firefighter. She later started dating and married a fire chief that also helped at the academy. I've lost touch with her, but I hope she did well. She seemed pretty happy the last time I saw her. You know, I absolutely love this revenge here for one very simple reason. In theory, the thing that Aaron did to Amy wasn't necessarily that bad, right? Like it wasn't damaging. It wasn't physical. It was pretty non-eventful all in, just offensive. But it was still a horrible thing to do. And the fact that you went out there and sought some justice and got it for Amy is very kind because you could have easily been like, okay, not a nice comment, but uh, not that bad. But no, it was very disrespectful. If someone is saying that about another colleague, then I don't know what else they could do. And to me, Aaron seems like the sort of person that you just wouldn't want to work with. So fair play to you for doing what you did. Okay, now moving on to our next revenge story. A little treat for you guys who have watched and listened this far. This is from Nuclear Revenge. Things are hotting up. Steal the money I need to live. You can spend it on damages. This will be brief and not include identifying info. You can verify if you need. I have most interactions on video. I moved out almost a year ago. And before I did, my mother stole $750 from me. That money took me over six months to save. That was almost everything I saved to leave and support myself because I was cutting all contacts and planned to be on my own. My parents are extremely abusive in every sense of the word. My mum knew this and wanted to maliciously sabotage me in any way she could. I say maliciously because she did not want the best for me. She wanted me to continue to be dependent on her so she could abuse me. Both her and my father took pleasure in abusing me in every way. Fast forward to a day before I moved out. I cut the wires to my TV and all lights in the room. I also poured rotten juice into the carpet, two two by three foot areas, and into the dressers and let that sit. I cut the cable box as well. I also left some fish in the vent in my room. When I moved out, I said nothing, left no forwarding address and cut all contacts. My thoughts were, you can use the $750 you stole from me to fix it. My parents are by no means poor. My mother inherited over a million from her mother and my father inherited over half a million from his mother. They're extremely well off. I also paid rent to them $700 a month. They didn't need the money they stole from me. It was a spiteful, malicious act. Now, I don't care how much money you have or how much money you've saved, but if you've been saving for six months straight to enable yourself to do something that's going to progress your life and that gets taken away by somebody, it doesn't matter who they are. That is a truly awful thing to do. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't even matter if your parents are poor or not. Yes, it makes it a little bit worse the fact that they're millionaires, but your wealth shouldn't determine whether or not you should be allowed to steal money from your own child. It's just ridiculous. 
I don't know why they're doing this. Well, actually, no, I do. They're just abusive people and horrible parents. So uh, if you can get out of there as quickly as you can, despite the setback, please do. I, I don't know why I'm saying this. I know you're going to try everything. You've already tried a lot. Get out of there, my friend, and good luck to you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fire me from my job with no notice. I'll ruin your entire company. So at the start of December, I was let go from my job because they didn't have the time to train me for the job role. I needed to take out a loan to survive as it took me three weeks to find something new. I was hired for a customer services administrator role and as i'd never done that type of work I was told i'd be given full training on job The girls in the office never bothered and I simply learned the job myself I was told my performance was more than they expected But suddenly I was called into the office at 8 30 a.m When I arrived and told they were really sorry, but they didn't have the time to train me So i'd be let go immediately with no warning or notice I was completely shocked by this to add my contract stated that I was to be given 28 days notice of termination The company I worked for uses government grants as a form of payments So they would regularly claim they've done certain things They haven't to make more profit from the government such as forging signatures and lying about what work they've done to gain more funding Basically, we get funding from the government for providing services to lower income customers. That's all I can say I was involved in a different department but shared an office with the department responsible for lying about profits It's a small company and the director would constantly hassle them to forge signatures as we can get the jobs through quicker And if we had an order, he would go to prison for what was being done So when I got laid off not by a manager but someone who worked at the same level in my department I was absolutely livid that they dragged me a 60 to 80 minute drive for me to leave two minutes later I got home and immediately called the fraud whistleblower helpline Nothing came of this until a week later when they wanted more details The thing is i'm very good at being silent and taking in my surroundings I was able to tell them which accounts had been forged and lied about I also had considerable email evidence of what had been going on So long story short the majority have lost their jobs Including the people who couldn't be bothered to train me and went running to the director to fire me Including the director who is now being investigated for fraud and facing time in prison and a massive fine always live by the man Frick about and find out. Yeah, you've just been absolutely used here. I'm sorry. The fact that you're already very good at your job, you've trained yourself. The girls have even said, Oh, you know what? We're very surprised. You've done really well. You're doing the job excellently. But also, no, we haven't officially trained you. And now we don't want to give you a lot of money. So, yeah, you're done. That is so disrespectful. And yeah, as I said, they are completely using you, exploiting you. And it's not legal. When you hear more and more about the company, as I read more and more of the story, it doesn't really surprise me that the employees act this way. I mean, the fact that there's just fraud all over the gaff is a massive red flag, of course. And again, as I've said with all these stories, fair play to UOP for actually doing something about it. It's one thing noticing these things and saying, okay, I'm not gonna stick around in this company because they are fraudulent, they treat employees badly, you know, they do terrible things. But it's another actually fixing the problem and helping out other employees and future employees as well. Because who knows, down the line, if this company is still running and who knows, is getting more and more profitable and employing more people that just don't know about the stuff that's really going on, then they could be in for a terrible time. But the fact that you've done this and stopped all this going on 
not just for yourself, but for potential future employees is amazing. So fair play to you once again. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 